last time on Dice Funk. The one that they know as Lonigan. Uh, he very promptly lets Erlen have it right in the back in the kidneys. Your unwillingness to explore these powers are a great downfall, Erlen. And you hear at one point in time Tamsin yell, Don't you know, Emma? It's the crane that killed father. Tamsin takes one final strike to the stomach uh, and falls off the edge. I am Phyro, Akamorian Lady the Younger, and General of the Akamorian Conquest Expansion. Welcome to my kingdom. Yeah, Emma, Ulick, and uh, Silas are unaccounted for. Okay. And you have no idea what, what's happened to Lonigan. I am Ronaldo, but I am from Akamoros. Basically, I'm not allowed there anymore. I'm going to talk to Erlen. You guys go unlock all the other doors and talk to these guys and tell them that we need help. You hear the buzzing, don't you? The rumbling. Does this have something to do with Gorfanax? So, like, a god? Not yet. You are quite confident that he's been poisoned. I haven't been making deals with it, you understand. I have been trying to kill it for six hundred years. And now, it's coming back. All right, so last we left off, uh, Erlen was mid-explanation of his relationship to Gorfanax. Uh, we're going to finish that conversation, break out of the sanitarium, and then I guess try to find uh, an herbalist or apothecary or something to heal this dude. Sorry, Audacity was is picking up a strange. Yeah, a strange? Okay, okay now it's gone. That's weird. A stra- Maybe you have a poltergeist. Yep. I I have no idea, but uh, it was it was picking up some weird interference at the beginning of the call there. A podgergeist. <laughs> you stop right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You know, uh, he'd been he'd been trying to kill it for for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what's going on. How are you guys? I'm fine. A podgergeist. Did you guys get it? No, no, I got it, Austin. Shut up, Austin! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny, Johnny, um, help, help me out here. How do I spell Erlen? Um, er- Erlen is Erlen is canonically spelt um, E A R L I N. E A R. Okay. We need a spelling guide for everyone. I don't know how to spell Ulick. I don't know how to spell fucking um. What the hell is the other person's name? There's another one that always threw me off. The only one I know is Firo. I bet you Fidric threw you off. Firo is P-H-I-R-O. Which, uh, editing the last time I did Dice Funk thing, he definitely said Firo. But I, I definitely Firo forever now. Okay. Sorry. Like the Pokemon? It's, yep. This well, Welcome back to this joke. <laughs> <laughs> last time on this joke. <laughs> God. <All right. laughs> I missed uh. you guys. Um, okay, S- suddenly the gods intervene, and everybody is named, um, Squirtle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Can I be Jigglypuff? Nope, Squirtle. <laughs> Can I be War Turtle, please? Squirtle. God! Hey guys, you know what that makes <sighs> us? Squirtle Squad. 
I just imagine that one gif of the Squirtle with the sunglasses coming down. <laughs> We're the Squirtle Squad. I'm going to use that as the title image. Sorry, everyone's beautiful fan art. It's Squirtle Squad. Okay. Erlen was explaining. Squirtle. I s- <laughs> yes. Stop. Please. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> Renona will kill everyone, okay? <laughs> if unless we start. <laughs> okay, so uh Squirtle's still lying on the ground. Fuck. Um I'm doing this, Austin. You can't, you can't. Fucking doing yes, this. Yes you can! Yes you can! Keep going. <laughs> Johnny, I love you, please don't. Johnny, I love you, please do. I have to go soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we literally have to start. All right. So, anyways, <clears throat> Erlen's lying on the ground. Um, he confesses that for the past six hundred years he's been trying to kill Gorfinax. Um, and he's sort of just at this point in time, you can see that his guard is down. He's ready to put all his cards on the table, and he looks up at you and says, "It's obviously a long story. What do you want to know?" Cliff notes, basically. Alana raises her hand and goes, "Who the fuck is Gorfinax?" Oh no, no, Ronaldo. We 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 clued everyone in. She's completely up to date on everything now. Yeah. My questions are: uh, How do we stop it? Uh, what have you been doing to stop it? Yeah. And did you send the zombies after us? Did you kill Jane? Did you kill Frederick? I, I no wait wait I I very explicitly said that I killed Jane, like Anne knows that. But did, were you behind it? Like, did she was she an agent of yours? Um, he says, um, Jane did come to me, um, a while ago. Or you're telling me she's dead now? Oh yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo goes booyah part two. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo doesn't isn't that sad about it. So he just kind of crosses his arms and says, oh, yeah. You guys know, you guys hated each other in character, like, the entire time. It's it's funny because I was always interpreting that as, like, friendly ribbing, but, like, no. (laughs) No, we legitimately hated each other. (laughs) It was bad, and then then I won. With hindsight, it looks like foreshadowing, but it was totally like no one knew it was going to happen. Right. Uh, Sorry, Erlen was saying? Um, so he, uh, Ronaldo's like, oh yeah, she's dead. Uh, Erlen makes a disappointed face and says, that's a shame. She was the only one who had a lead on the fang, apart from, I guess, now you two. Oh, is that the knife? Yes, the knife. Yeah, we had it. I think we had it, but then one of us lost it, and then Ronaldo sort of, like, tilts his head towards Anne. I left it in a church, and then the stone rotten burned it down, and when I went back in, it was gone. So, I don't know where it is. Um, uh, Erlen says, Lonigan informed me that you lifted the knife when attempting to save Ulick from the school. Yeah, I led a secret uh, party into it. I found a secret passage. It was great. In any case, to answer your other questions... I I don't know how to kill it. I don't. Uh, but something that you need to understand about Gorfinax is is that he's not it's not 
it's not imprisoned in a very conventional way. He um, he taps on the stone around um, the cell, like on the wall, which from the shade of it, you guys can tell was probably mined out from the quarry. Um, and he says, there's a little bit of them here. He taps on the stone floor. A little bit of it here. We're mostly surrounded by it. So he's in the evil rocks, and when the they get bloody, it makes him more powerful, and that's that sound? He He's not so much in the rocks as he is the rocks. Oh, that's creepy. Ew. The... The blood is incidental. Gorfanax doesn't doesn't drink blood, doesn't eat meat, doesn't eat souls. It doesn't really live on anything you might consider to be material. It eats potential. It eats futures. So, grad school. It's grad school. <laughs> you know, there is somebody here who is in grad school, right? Yeah. You can back that up then, right? Yes, I can totally back that up. Alright. <laughs> go go on. He, he's like, how can I explain this? Um, if you have a long life of prosperity ahead of you, um, if you were to become the leader of an order, um, the lord of a kingdom, the chief of a tribe, a great champion, uh, and Gorfanax were to get a hold of you. He would take all that potential. He takes it all. He lives off it. Is that why Ulick was imprisoned? Yeah. Ulick... Ulick isn't really my son, per se, but he he is my heir. It would be much better for you to think of him as a construct. Is he your clone baby? Because that's what I was thinking. I mean, um, out of character here, it's not it's not necessarily far off from that. Yeah, I said this last week, but the spell clone does exist in D and D. So the yeah, okay, all right. So I guess we can I guess we can technically use the word clone. Um, so he says. He's he's not just a clone. He's he's more than that. He has some of my essence contained within him and I've I've named him my heir. So so he's your horcrux? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to interject here and I'm going to say so how have you stayed alive all this time to contain him oh shit no phylactery is the D word for horcrux sorry yes that's correct oh my god what the hell is a horcrux it's the harry potter word for phylactery yeah okay <laughs> um. <laughs> i love how he didn't actually didn't define it he just literally said this is the other word <laughs> I just I didn't I didn't know where it was from. So informing me that it was from Harry Potter, I'm like, oh okay, it's a Harry Potter phylactery. I really thought you were in character. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, 
so he says, I, I guess, so you're asking if Ulick is his phylactery? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Um, he says that Ulick is, um, you know, by all accounts, uh, a free-willed individual. He has his own needs, his own desires, his own wants. Um, He's also a bit of a dick. Is that, did he get that from you? By the way, wait, wait, Austin, when you say something as Anne, are you, like, I, I, how do I put this? I don't, sometimes I don't know whether you're saying it as you or Anne. He has a kind of, he has a kind of tone of voice when he goes to Anne. <laughs> I, I know, but. Yeah. Uh, I try to delineate in, ca- in character canon questions with, with Anne voice and my normal speaking voice are for jokes and out of character questions. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's good to establish that 29 hours in. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you. That's that's fine. I'm just, you know, there's a lot of information here. Go ahead. And I'm just trying to navigate my way around it. Um. Okay, he says that, yeah, Ulick is, he's not a phylactery. He has his own wants, his own desires, his own needs. He exists as a completely independent entity of Erlen. In in almost a very real sense, Erlen birthed him. But he does have within him some of Erlen's um, spiritual essence. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Mpreg fanfic. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, some of his uh, gross <laughs> energy. Okay. Okay, next question. Uh, do you have command over, like, undead? Did you send zombies after us, or is that Lon again, or is that just the weirdest coincidence? <laughs> that that wasn't me. Okay. He says. All right. So maybe Lon again, maybe Gorfinax, something win the stone inherently that did that? How long have you, like, how do you sustain yourself for 600 years? He says, mostly magic, but... I've always suspected that there's a little more to it than that. Gorfinax has a tendency to provide, somehow. Stoneroot wasn't originally even supposed to be a city. It was conceived of just as a a military station, something to keep an eye on the region in case there was trouble. But for some reason, it became the most prosperous settlement in the land. And very quickly we had refugees and other settlers looking to come and make their living. And pretty soon I found myself lord of the most richest town in the territory. So he made the town prosperous so he can get a bunch of people here and then take their futures. Possibly. That's a solid theory. I don't speak to it. I don't I don't understand its motivations. I I know surprisingly little about it. You've only had 600 years to think about it. It's not So wait. <laughs> so wait. It's wh- almost completely inscrutable to every single magic that I've ever conducted on it. Okay, Ronaldo says this. Ronaldo says this. All right, two things. You, are you sure you don't know how to kill it? Like you don't have any inkling of an idea. As far as I know, no. Okay. Second question. Let's run. Not a question. More like declarative. But let's get out of here before Gorfinex shows up. Well, do you mean out of the sanitarium or out of Stone Root? Oh, out. Like, God. We discussed this last episode. We can't leave Silas and Marshmallow and the- We'll get- we'll- 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 we'll get them. We'll- 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 we need to evacuate. What about Lonigan? 
He can teleport. Also, there will be nothing left of Stoner. It's on fire. For the most part, yeah. Oh my god, Faith! (laughs) (laughs) The most beloved character. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say is, is that an option? Uh, Erlen, can't we just evacuate the town and get out of here before Gorfinex shows up and eats our futures? Wouldn't he, like follow us like i don't i I don't know i don't know how i have a feeling that if this is a god like he's bigger than stone root like he's you know several territories huge okay okay erlen like is this an option or not when i first imprisoned gorfanax i thought to hopefully starve him out that maybe he would just wither and die in the prison but Hunger only seems to make him stronger. Well, that's not good. How did you imprison him? When we first came across him some 600 years ago, um, I was sent to investigate the region for a wealthy benefactor who was interested in settling. Um, There was some concern um, over the stability of the region, um, so we decided to consult with the local natives. Simple people very attuned to nature, but they had a very strange and difficult-to-comprehend religion. Um, you said that they're very in tune with nature? Were they druids? You might call them druids. Hmm. They were very wary of their provider, um, like a dog who's unsure of the motivations of their master. And... As we discovered, um, they did conduct a certain amount of human sacrifice, presumably to Gorfanax. But they wouldn't choose just anybody, only the strongest and best of them. So, curious about this, I and some of my colleagues um, decided to investigate, and our investigations turned up that Gorfanax must have been some kind of underground dweller. Um, which was unusual because every geological investigation found that the land in this region was grossly unstable, cavernous, and just unable to support almost any amount of life on or within it. And one day, when curiosity got the better of us, I decided to sneak and watch one of their sacrifices from afar. Something reached up out of the ground and took the dying man deep into the ground. Something horrific. And it was then, in panic, my company and I decided to try to kill it. Nearly every one of us died, except for me, and a few of the natives got away. But in desperation, I conjured up some of the most desperate manage I could find, and imprisoned Gorfanax in the rock. Since then, I've been doing the best I can to study it, try to figure out what it is, what it wants, how it might be killed, and for 600 years worth of research I've come up with surprisingly little. I've been attempting to systematically, physically deconstruct it under the guise of mining it out. Yep, the mine stoned is actually the beast imprisoned. We have mined almost 500 years worth of this beast, and it hasn't yet died. That's a super cool story. Um, (laughs) 
So you said Jane came to you, right? Yes. What did she say? What happened? Explain the interaction. I, we won't we won't bother um, rehashing it, but he basically explains the events that uh, everybody heard in the super secret special John and Jess episode. <laughs> All right, so Jane had a secret she was willing to kill to protect, and there was the secret order of Stoneroot Druids that know more about Gorfinax. Um, I I don't know if this is a like okay, light bulb time. Let's break out of the sanitarium get him some medicine, and then try to find Jane's family among the refugees. Because me and Jane are both from Stoner. I know her, and I know her family, right? You know her. Um, her she, did, she, said, she said very little about her family to you over the years. How much? Like, can we... Like, nothing. Like, zero. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, Jane had, didn't even say the word family. Yeah. Like, ever. You never heard her say the word family in, like, a, a split second. She never even went, Oh, that reminds me of my foot. <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> Not, did, okay. Without any, any fellow druids? Like, does she have any druid friends? Um, Not that you know of. This feels like a good place to both close the Jane loop and figure out a way to stop Gorfinax. If, if only there was, like, a, a depository of information... <laughs> That, that might have been investigated. That ah, jeez, man. Let me think, guys. This is really, really tough. All right, all right. In character, Eric. In character, I don't know know how this is actually shaking out. Like what you guys are saying. So Ronaldo is basically just standing there, not uh, not getting it. Hold on. We went and we investigated the shit out of that depository. We can't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Was <laughs> no, a, we did was, not. Oh, we did not. There was at a brief all. moment that I would refer to as, okay, what I like to call a flavor text temper tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the name of the episode? Because that would be great. <laughs> Austin? Yeah. Take your fucking medicine. We <laughs> could not have stayed any longer. It was bad radio. We had to move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, look, look, uh, Ronaldo literally, he doesn't understand what you guys are trying to accomplish. So Ronaldo says this, for now, let's just get out of the sanitarium. Yeah, there's six, there's 16 of us, right? 12 guards, Er Erlen, and three party members, so 16. Yeah, and only three of you, only two of you are armed. (laughs) No. I'm armed. We're all armed. No, the guards are not armed. No, I meant all the party is armed, so that's three. All right, three of you are armed then. I have a mace I can give to someone. Uh, Ronaldo has the two or three daggers that were stabbed into his body that he kept. Yeah, I have, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, I have a lot. Yeah, actually, I let's see. I have, t- I have two daggers. I have... Um, the two dank daggers. I'm keeping those. <laughs> You're not getting my dank daggers. But I can give... I can give... Um, I can give uh, two daggers to a couple other guys. Um, and it, and it has like a big satchel full of knives. No, I used all my knives to lock the uh the long pole. You wasted it to murder a lot of innocent people. But first, we're not going over that territory. No, but Alana has eighteen or nineteen crossbow bolts, which are not melee weapons, but they can be wield. They're sharp and pointy and can be wielded. I still have a fire poker. You still have a what? Fire poker. Didn't you? I think you discarded that when you uh used it. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. I did. Let me let me remove that from my list because you're right. All right. Well, look. The point is, we can arm about half a dozen of these people. 
We're going to arm them all with crossbow bolts. Like I said, we're not going to kill. Like, okay, hold on real quick. Sanitarium. We saw pe- personnel inside. Were those all doctors and stuff? Were there guards outside? Uh, inside? Because we know there's three guards outside. Yeah, there were, you saw some guards inside. There's still 12 of us. We'll crush them. Hold on. How many? How many? Um, in the places that you traveled in the sanitarium, you probably saw about 10 guards. So there's 13 to it's 13 to 16, but most of our guys are fucked up. My plan would be to maybe lead them down here one at a time or a couple at a time and then surround them with like 16 armed dudes to just get them to give up and then we can lock them in the cells instead of just like rushing out to kill because that's a that's a like a huge fucking rumble. I'm going to walk over to the door and I'm going to say, hey, need a little help down there. I need two guys and then two guys come and then we kill them. And then we keep or that. can we just surround them with pointy weapons, make them disarm, and then lock them in cells? Are you guys saying this in character? Y- yes. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at you guys, and I'm gonna be like, "Well, I can be the bait." I mean, there's no once they're inside, <laughs> once they're downstairs, they're ours, right? Like yeah, we can just yeah. But what I'm saying is, is what, to lure them down here, I can be the bait because. I feel, I feel like random prostitute is more suspicious than... <laughs> no, yeah, Renato says, look, I would... Renato says, look, I'd love to see that. But in all seriousness, let's just say, hey, I need two guys down here, and they'll probably come. Can I slap him? <laughs> sure. Fine. Renato does not resist. He's like, whatever. I slap him. I slap him. <laughs> Can you slap him right on the hand-shaped burn? <laughs> sure. I'll slap him right on the hand-shaped burn. It looks like it looks like a slap button. You know, I have very few HP right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it for physical damage. I do it because I'm angry at you. That's fair. All right, Renato. Renato's done like talking. He's he, he feels like it's man of action time. So he's walked over to the door. He got, well, hold on. He let's ar- let's specify that we arm everybody. Oh yeah, they got. We're giving them all all lots of shit. And uh, us and the guards, we're all going to take positions uh, like uh, at the uh, other side of the door, like against right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like swap positions. Okay, so that means that, Leon, you don't have your daggers anymore? My, no, no, no. I have my dagger. I need, I need to know. I need to know what weapons you guys are, are giving to the guards. Mace? How many bolts do you want me to give? As many as you feel comfortable parting with. There are 13 guards. Or no, 12 guards and an Erlen who probably is too wounded to fight. So 12 is how many people. Erlen, Erlen is bleeding badly. Do what I will do is I will give you guys um, seven bolts to arm people with, and then the rest of the bolts I'm going to take to protect Erlen and myself. Okay, I, I give away. I, look on my equipment list. I have my two special daggers or dank daggers, but above that it just says two daggers. Those are the things that I just ripped out of my body. So I get I get rid of them. I have no sentimental attachment to these. So those th- the two things that are just listed as two daggers under glass stuff, I'm getting rid of. All right. So Leon's down two daggers. Austin's down a mace. And how many bolts was that, Jess? Sorry. Uh, that was seven bolts that I gave to the guards. Okay, seven bolts. So there's just two unarmed guards, and they're like, "Wow, they cool. can they, they they're boxer. They can box their way through this." <laughs> I mean, if they're guards, they should have some kind of hand-to-hand training. You'd think. You guys get a good look at the um, the entryway to the stair leading down to the one hallway. I want to be I want to be clear, real quick, that we are stacked up on the doorway at the bottom of the staircase. Uh huh. Ronaldo will lead them down the stairs, and we'll jump them at the bottom instead of the top. 
Where are we putting me and Erlen? I guess you guys are in the cell. In the cell that he's currently in? You guys know that the stairway leads down to a corridor, right? Yeah. Like, it's not a corner. Yeah, but there has to be an entranceway to it. Yeah, it's a it's a doorway. <laughs> from From the stairwell. So you're stacked along the wall that runs parallel to the stairs. Oh man, do I have to map this out, Johnny? Can you <laughs> <laughs> just they're 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 out of sight, out of immediate sight until they walk through the door. What out of immediate? What out of immediate? Sight? No, shut up, shut up, everyone, shut up! I, I can fix this in one fell swoop. We're gonna put everybody in two cells, unlocked okay. cells on opposite sides of the hallway, and as soon as Ronaldo says the <laughs> the, the the ambush word, we're all gonna rush out. Okay, Austin. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Do you, um... <laughs> oh my god, this is not that complicated. No, I'm just asking if, if you guys are going to lock Erlen in there, or if you're gonna just leave it unlocked. Because I don't know if there's another stairway over by where I was, is the problem. You're way out of the way, is the point. Okay. I just don't want to be surprised, that's all. No, we got this. Put Erlen in the cell with the ambushers, too. Just be over with us. There's no reason to separate. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We've moved, like, five feet in the last half an hour. Um, Ronaldo says, the ambush word is pineapple. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then Ronaldo walk, walk. Ronaldo sort of, like, peeks out the door and says, hey, I need two uh, guards down here. We're having a little bit of trouble. What kind of trouble? Stone root trouble. That's what. Guys are a bunch of dicks. Needs your help down here. And then you say some Akamorian proverb about how much <laughs> stone root people are fucking douches. <laughs> do they? Do they? Do they come? Start coming down here? Uh, like, are you? Did you just call up the stairs, or did you like go up? I'm calling up the stairs. I'm like, hey. <laughs> okay. So, so like, you didn't poke your head out, did you? Like, you're not up at the top of the stairs? You can't? No, no, I'm just asking for help. Okay. You get a a good couple seconds of silence. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) And then you begin to hear footsteps. Good. I guess. As somebody appears at the top of the stairs, he starts to walk down. A second guy follows him. You see a third one. <laughs> wow, Akamorians are really good at counting. <laughs> Fucking damn it. <laughs> they start to march down the stairs. It's still 13 on 3. Yeah. And the one the one at the front mm-hmm. sees two dead bodies of Akamorian guards sitting in the corridor. <laughs> no, I put, I said we put them in the cells. I didn't I didn't hear that. Didn't you say that, Austin? You totally said that. I definitely said that. You totally said that. I remember you saying that. Austin? Yeah? You better have said that. I'll send you the audio clip. <laughs> all I all Ronaldo did was pick them clean. What Anne did is whatever. I don't remember. But so I I'm out of this particular conversation. I'm I'm sorry, I'm just I'm not I'm not hearing did you say you said this episode that you moved them into the cells? Yes. This episode? I'm sorry, okay, because I'm not hearing too well at this point in time. My for some reason my, my Skype perception is kinda fucked up tonight. So I didn't hear you say that. Okay. <laughs> but because we're pals, 
<laughs> Austin, Austin could be could be totally lying now because I I I've been in and out as well. <laughs> but uh, no, I've I've seriously I seriously heard him say that. So okay, I'm, right. and I'm just saying because we're we're buds. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna leave all this in. I'm gonna leave all this in, and then I'm gonna edit like a disco dance remix of me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put everybody in two cells. 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 Okay, so Ronaldo brings them down there. Are they, are they, are the three of them down there now? Like, we're, we're, we're basically at the X. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. All right. Okay. If it if it wasn't in the episode, there will be hell to pay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look. I I fully am okay with time travel stuff where we go back. <laughs> oh, there's not going to be any time travel stuff. You guys are going to get fucked in real time. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to check with my boyfriend first. I- <laughs> okay, okay. I too bad I can't make that the name of the episode. Fucked in real time. Okay, look, um... <laughs> okay, but we'll get... Let's get back to it now. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, for for uh, all intents and purposes, Leon, they are standing on the big cartoon X. Okay. Ronaldo says, you know what? Would you guys like some pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so... Was it 14? No, 13 of us burst out of the cell screaming, For pineapple! <laughs> and we surround right. him. We we surround them, and Ronaldo says, um, Drop your weapons right now. Roll intimidation. Look, there's 13 of us, but okay. <laughs> I feel like I should have advantage to intimidation because of, like, in- inspiration or something. Can we have times 13 advantage? Roll 13 times <laughs> and take the best. It's, it's up to I, I feel like... You just, uh, Leon, you just gotta do it. You just gotta roll intimidation. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, intimidation is plus six for me. I really should have asked for a butt touch before this, but oh well. 26! I critted it! Holy, Holy shit. shit! Natural 20 plus six. These guys piss themselves. <laughs> they, they poop out their intestines and die. <laughs> Johnny, tell me what happened. That was, a, that was an unnecessary expenditure of a critical hit. <laughs> I, just... I, was looking for, I was looking for something in the realm of a five, maybe. <laughs> so what happens? Um... <laughs> They all look very, very alarmed at the presence of a tiny little halfling that's very murderous about pineapples. <laughs> um, and immediately kind of get their hands up and uh, um, go about the process of submitting. All right. We're going to lock them in the cages, take all their shit, and then re-equip our guard friends with their shit. Okay, so are you guys taking back any of your weapons then? Well, no, there was, t- there was two guards... Who didn't get bolts. Yeah, two guards who didn't have any, who now will have long swords uh, and shields. Yep, so everyone's good. Alright. So everyone's good. So we've got an extra long sword, though, so nobody's taking back a, a weapon or anything? Yeah, we'll trade it for a bolt, give Alana the bolt back. Okay. So Alana's uh, down six bolts now. Yes, so now I'm at 13 bolts. Alright, so there was about ten guards upstairs, now there's about seven. Do we want to try it again, or do we just want to rush the place? Um, 
uh, Ronaldo says, it's time for us to get out of here. You guys know this sanitarium more than we do. So you guys go first and we'll be right behind you. That's some cowardly bullshit. <laughs> Ronaldo feels like this is a good idea. All right. So a couple, a couple of the guards, uh, a couple of the guards manage to hoist Erlen up on his feet um, and get under him for support. Yeah. And uh, um, uh, one of the other guards kind of like arranges um, sort of a, a a formation, and it's like, okay, so you know, we'll be in the front here. Then you guys, then Lord Erlen. Yeah, that's fair. They they look at you very very purposefully now that each one of them is armed and say no harm comes to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we need him for exposition. Ronaldo very sincerely looks at the other one and says, "What evs?" I give you a I give you a butt smack in response, but it's also guidance three. Thanks. All right. Um. All right. We're going up there. Uh. On the count of pineapple. One. Two. Pineapple. All right. So the guards in front, um, moving pretty swiftly, but not like in, you know, they're not yelling or going into war or anything like that. They managed to march up the stairs. Um, the entryways only, or the stairs are only wide enough to accommodate about two at a time. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they march up in a column, um, 10 of them in front, um, and then spread out into the room uh, that's, that's on the ground floor up above. Uh, you guys follow behind, um, and the staff, uh, the hospital staff, is looking at you pretty, um, like they're, they're not quite sure what's going on, but uh, none of them yell out or are alarmed or anything like that. They're much more happy to see, relieved, um, you might say, to see um, military figures in stone root garb as opposed to Akamorian guard. So, <laughs> and like conspicuously whispers, Heroes. <laughs> Is that what we are? Because I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> well, all the all the guards, all the staff are like looking at us doing this thing, and so she like looks at them like, "Yeah, saving the day." <laughs> all right. Um. Uh. So one of the one of the doctors um that that you haven't met yet um looks around kind of cautiously. You don't see any of the guards right now. Uh, wanders over. And says to one of the guards in front, follow me. And then starts walking away from the front entrance. The guards, the guards look to you for guidance. Anne looks around to see if any of, is there any of the hospital staff we recognize? Like I want the guy who I tried to reassure earlier. Um, was that, that was the doctor that you spoke to upstairs, right? Dr. Kimball. Yeah. Are any of those, are any of those doctors around? Um, no. Okay. Uh, insight check on this guy then? All right. I got to at least pretend like we're playing D&D. &D. <laughs> 21. Yeah. Um he's he's pulling for you. He's rooting for you. You you feel like this guy's got his heart in the right place. All right. Nice. You can tell that he's he's quite intimidated by the fact that the Akamorians just marched in last night and uh are basically holding the staff uh hostage having them like do all the little busy work and stuff like that. So uh, you feel pretty confident that, that he's got your back. All right. When the guards look at us uh, at, like, as if to say, what do we do? I, I say, yeah, this guy's cash money. <laughs> we follow him. <laughs> they all, they all look at you a little <laughs> like they're trying to understand you. 
Every, everything that you are. There's a very quizzical look on your on their face. And then they look up at Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo just kind of shrugs. But like in a comical, almost cartoonish way. Ronaldo, I told you, this guy's cash money. <laughs> one of one of the guards looking at you, Ronaldo, get, getting eye contact, kind of like lifts a pointing finger and, and like points at the doctor who's like, you know, gesturing for you guys to come because he's now gotten a few paces away. And he like, he cocks an eyebrow and kind of tilts his head as if to say like, does that mean we go? Ronaldo says, yeah. He nods uh, <laughs> and then they start to move. Let's follow Dr. Cash Money. Come on. All right, we're follow- we're following Doctor Cash Money. <laughs> Doctor Cash Money um, leads you away from the front front entrance of the sanitarium um, to a um, locked door that looks like it leads out the rear. Um, he fumbles with some keys in his pocket and uh, unlocks them and pushes open the door to what looks like a small garden of sorts. Um, he he holds the door open and you know motions his hand and kind of like ushers you through. Um, everybody gets into the garden, he closes the door, he moves to the Hold back on. of the- as- wait, he's coming with us? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure he wasn't locking himself back in. No, he's not locking himself back into the, to the, uh, sanitarium. Good, good. So he, he marches to the back of the garden, where a high wall rests, um, with, like, broken glass, kind of, c- cemented to the top of it. It, it, I mean, it's, you know- it's still a sanitarium, and they're sort of like, okay, let's go for a walk in the garden. Don't climb the walls. I, f- I feel like at this point I have to just reiterate that's a sanitarium is not the same thing as a mental hospital. I, I, I feel no, like I pointed... it's not, you know, but I, the thing is, is that I, for the purposes of the time... Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they haven't had healthcare reform. <laughs> it's, a, it's a multi-purpose facility, let me put it that way. All right, that's super fair. Okay. You know, because, like, you were upstairs, like, like everything was pretty nice upstairs, but then, like, down in the basement, it was sort of like, okay, these are the people who need to be taken care of. In human history, we drilled holes in people's heads to get the demons out, and in D&D world, demons are real, so, like, who knows how medicine turned out. <laughs> so, I I mean, I'm, I'm taking some liberties here, I don't want this to be, like, I, I don't want it to seem like I... I you know, I'm being insensitive to um, the, the like mental health industries or anything like that, or anybody who suffers from any mental health issues. Johnny, you're good. Don't worry about it. For the purposes of the time, you know, there's a certain complexity to this particular institution. No, you're you're 100 percent right. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I just thought it was funny because people kind of use them interchangeably. Yeah, I know. It's I didn't I didn't want to call it a loony bin though because it's not a loony bin. It's not a mental institution. It's kind of like an amalgam of several things. So I was like, sanitarium is a fairly neutral word. You know, it doesn't imply necessarily one thing or another. We're good. We're good. It's okay. Has everybody, have we, have we, have we leveled up in social justice warrior? Yeah, absolutely. Hooray! Let's, let's, let's just, okay. let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> so he, uh, he moves to the back of the garden um, and kind of, Muddles around with some ivy vines that have been growing up the wall, um, and then sort of like pries them out. And there's a very small fortified door um, that's kind of bolted shut. Um, and he starts again fiddling with his keys and trying to get the the, the locks and the bolts undone. 
It doesn't take him too long. Uh, gets the door open, and then holds it open and kind of ushers everybody towards it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a fist bump and say, "Keep it tight, Doctor Cash Money." He says, "You know it." <laughs> Fuck. That's fantastic. Watch out, Jack! I might have a new favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh God. So the the guards supporting Lord Erlen um, kind of like move to the front, um, and one of them not not one of the, sorry not one of the guards supporting Lord Erlen, one of the other guards um, ducks in through the door, and you hear the call on the other side that everything's clear on this side. So um, the two guards supporting Lord Erlen kind of get down on the ground and uh, uh, start to push him through the door. Um, once he's about most of the way through. Um, you hear a noise from one of the upper floor windows of the sanitarium. Uh, turning to look, you see the face of an Akamorian guard. Shit. Um, who's making quite a bit of ruckus. He runs from the window, almost as immediately as you see him. Um, and you don't hear anything right away. But, uh, you kind of get the impression that he's probably going to get some of his friends. Ronaldo says, let's leave now. Yeah, we're going. We're going fast. Can he lock it from the other side? Come with us and lock it. Um, no, it doesn't have a lock on the other side. Shit. All right, I think you might be in danger, Doctor Cash Money. You have to come with us. He's like, I think so. All right, <laughs> Team Cash Money, let's go. Team Cash Money. Okay, I feel like at some point someone's gonna have to ask him his name, so Ronaldo asks him his name. No, don't you I'm dare sorry. ruin. No, look, it has to happen at some point. So Ronaldo, Ronaldo asks him his name. I will never forgive you if you ruin this for me. I'm sorry, but he's not gonna pretend his name is Cash Money throughout the rest of the campaign. You guys, you guys fight about this on Word Funk, okay? Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm looking at my list of. Uh... Please say cash money is one of the list no, of words. No, 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 no. He says uh, he says um, Doctor Andrew Harrison Andrew. Hi, Harrison Andrew. <laughs> I'm still calling you Doctor Cash Money. Let's go through the hole. That is a very generic name, sir. Nice to meet you, um, Ronaldo. We we leave. Yeah. So Erlen gets through the hole pretty quickly, and then uh, and everybody else is is moving with a little bit of purpose. Um, Dr. Andrew, um, is sort of last to go through, um, and on the other side, you arrive in, um, not so clean alleyway, mind you, you know, in this day and age, none of them are really sparkling. All right, so this is the part where we need to, sorry to roleplay your character, Jess, but everybody has a background, a class, and a race, and we, we... Everyone knows the race and the class pretty well, but background is something we haven't touched on. Yeah. As an urchin, uh, Alana has a thing where she knows the city very well and gets us places much faster than normally we would be yeah, able to travel. Uh, it's called City Secrets for those who are keeping track. Uh, the party travels through the city twice as fast as they normally would. Let's do that. And you also know the city very well. Can you take us to the nearest place where we can get the herbs to keep Erlen from dying on us? Yeah. Like, that's easy. All right, let's do it. Team Cash Money, roll out. Jess kind of steps to the front of the party. Because <laughs> Jess is in Stoner now. Alana steps to the front <laughs> of the party. 
uh, and says, you know, to everybody present, okay, everybody, follow me. Not only do I think that we can lose them, but I think I know where we can get the things that we need to help him. And she points to Erlen, who is looking pretty peaked at this point in time. A lot of flop sweat, dark circles under the eyes. Dude could use a spa day. So you um, start hauling ass through the city, and it becomes apparent, like, almost immediately, too, that you lose your pursuers, like, in the blink of an eye. Like, you're almost around the second corner when you hear a guy go, where did they go? (laughs) (laughs) I really hope they said it just like that, too. (laughs) Yes, yes, he did. Nice. Yes, he did. Uh, in any case, it's like a matter of minutes, essentially. And I'm assuming that you guys are doing this carefully because you've got 12 dudes in Stone Root City Guard uniform just, like, hanging out with you. If you see an Akamorian uniform, that you're just kind of like, nope. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I also, as a as a thing, I want to, like, make sure that somebody with a longsword is directly behind me. So in case something happens, I can just step to the side and they can take care of it. <laughs> All right. So Alana's sticking close to a guy with a longsword, um, and it's really just a matter of, like, 15 minutes when you get to what looks like a shop uh, um, that, that sells herbs. And uh, your herbalism, Austin, says that this is, like, the place to go. This is, like, the Costco of herbs. Hell yeah! Let's get some dank herbs! <laughs> <laughs> is it open? Um... Moving through the streets, you guys notice that there's not a whole lot of civilian activity going on. If somebody is in the streets, they are running really quickly. They've got, they're looking over their shoulder constantly, trying to figure out, you know, if anybody's watching them. A lot of businesses look like they're closed for the most part, um, but some of them do seem to still have people in them. Um, and looking through the window um, of the herbalists, you do see movement in the store, but it looks, for like all assessment that you can make, it does look closed. Alright, uh, I guess I'll knock. <laughs> uh, you knock, and a, a crotchety voice on the other side um, whispers, Who's there? Hi, I'm Anne. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Um, we need herbs, and then uh, Ronaldo says, and you know which ones, right? Yeah, I'm now telling you the herbs we need. <laughs> 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 this is me doing that. Also, they're for- <laughs> this is very important. R- Ronaldo has a lot of gold. Okay, um, let's just make up some herb names on the on the fly here then, okay. all right? So, Austin, um, you ask for um, a couple ounces of slick spear. <laughs> Hot. Okay. <laughs> you ask for um, uh, um, a few sheaths of glistening toe. <laughs> Why is this happening? <laughs> and lastly, you say that uh, you need um, a dried branch of sticky tongue. <laughs> These are all very sensual herbs. That's right. <laughs> that's that's weird. And, uh, and the voice, the voice on the other side is the voice on the other side says, "Hmm, either you're having trouble with your pecker, or someone's in very deep trouble indeed." <laughs> 
those those two problems overlap very frequently. Oh. Uh. Hold still, Erlen. We have to stick a sticky tongue in your wound. Oh god! No, 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 no! It's it's dried sticky tongue. Right. You gotta you, you've got to grind that up first. You got to grind up the sticky tongue. How am I going to pick an episode name for this? They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, he uh, you hear him unbolt the uh, the door to the shop. And he, he whispers, come in quickly, quickly, quickly. Okay, I guess all 16 of us go in. We it. come in. Yeah, we come in. There's like like 16 of us, but sure, whatever. No, you can all you can all fit inside pretty comfortably. Oh, okay. Cool. This is like um you're fam- you're familiar with this um this herb shop. <laughs> this is where this is where Alana goes and gets that dank kush. Yeah, this is this is where we go when we uh need to uh get rid of issues. Like headaches. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kids. <laughs> to treat ye old syphilis. <laughs> I think ye old syphilis is a syphilis, but okay. Any sort of issue, whether it be headache or otherwise. Mm, yeah, but mostly headache. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> In any case, um, so you usher into the shop, um, the, uh, um, the old man behind the counter um, uh, gets a look at you, Alana, and goes, oh, it's you. Hi. Come in, come in. Uh, and when Erlen gets in the door, he uh, he gets one look at him and goes, Oh, my, someone is in deep trouble. <laughs> and then uh, uh, starts to um, mess about uh, collecting uh, herbs in the, uh, in the shop. Um, and without even, without even prompting, um, starts to um, work on them as well. He starts grinding up the, uh, the sticky tongue, gets the... Uh, glistening toe into an alembic um and austin you're looking on here your knowledge of herbalism is is that he's he's preparing the right salve essentially and you can jump in and help if you want sure i can can i just uh aid which is an action that would give the another character advantage i mean he's an npc i don't know if you want him to roll but no i think he'd be okay this guy this guy knows what he's doing okay he's been uh he's been working that counter for more than just a few years so, um, it's, uh, it's not long, you know, maybe about 10 minutes and everybody's trying to make themselves look as scarce in the store as possible. <clears throat> and, um, uh, winds up, you know, presenting you, um, with this, uh, um, package of unguent ointment, if you will. Yeah. It's a salve. It's got a creamy texture. It smells <laughs> fresh. Kind of like sticky spear. Wait, you just combined two of them. Slick spear, sorry. <laughs> it's a hybrid. It's <laughs> it's like gra- uh, grapples. So we uh, we apply the ointment to Lord Erlin or whatever. We follow the directions. I assume it came with <laughs> it came with usage directions. Yeah, side effects may include a wacky D and D podcast episode. Um, so you you apply it to Erlin's rather heinous looking wound on his back. Um, uh, and, uh, he's, he, he looks a little relieved, but I mean, obviously, you know, he's still pretty fucked up, uh, and the poison is still kind of like running amok in his system. So it's going to take a little bit of time for him to completely get his strength back. Um, but he, he very candidly says to the three of you, thank you. I suppose I owe you my life. 
You're welcome. Now, do you have an idea of what to do next? Because I do, but I don't know if it's good. I have been frequently told that my ideas are bad. By who? She just glares at Ronaldo with meaning. Ronaldo has no reaction to this. Well, what's uh, well, Alana jumps in and she says, "Well, Anne, what's your idea?" Well, I still think we should look for someone who might have known Jane better to see if we can get any information uh, about the druids who might know more about Gorfnax. But I assume that refugees might have gone to like a soup kitchen or something. And Ronaldo told me a story about how he met Jane outside one, which also has some kind of connection to Emma. And we might meet Emma, Silas, and Ulick there. So I think we should go to that soup kitchen because that might solve all of our problems simultaneously. That is a wacky amount of convoluted logic, and I love it. <laughs> I think that's a very good idea, actually. I no, and I have no better ideas right now. Uh, maybe if Silas, uh, we, we'll find Silas along the way. But the point is, we can't just hang out in this herb shop forever. Well, and the other thing is, is we have to find a way to hide Erlen in a good spot where we won't, he won't attract attention while he heals. And that means getting rid of these guys, too. No offense. <laughs> well, we'll leave them with him. They'll guard him. But let's find this place first. How does that sound? Uh... Well, shouldn't we ask the keep shopkeep if he's cool with Erlen just chilling here? I would. I would rather keep him with us, both because he could have exposition exposition for us when we need it, and also I don't want him getting kidnapped off screen. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're right. Ronaldo walks over to Erlen and says. So, what do you want to do? The shopkeeper pipes in and says, he probably shouldn't be moving for another two hours or so. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, but we can have two guards carry him on his sh- their shoulders, like, prop him or something, right? <laughs> oh like, God. we can't afford to sit here for two hours. <laughs> We're not going to. Um, I'm, I'm just saying that I feel like... <sighs> okay, how about this? We, do you guys want to leave Erlen and the guards here and move out together? Yeah, well, I... <sighs> Ronaldo is not super comfortable walking around the city. He's almost dead. <laughs> he has he has sixteen hit points out of. Oh his... yeah, ask the ask the ask the ask the shopkeepers for some healing herbs. This is D anD D. They have a they have an HP potion somewhere. Oh, uh, Ronaldo says, "Hey, um, do you have something that can give me back all my health? I'm I'm not at health right now. I've I've, I've been smacked around a bit." I'm going to look at the shopkeep and I'm going to be like, okay, do you have a couple of salves and or potions that could get him on his feet and me on my feet? Because I'm also very tired. He, um, he sort of looks around the store a little bit and is sort of like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Goes over to a corner and starts like fussing around in a, uh, in a, a cabinet down below and uh, um, picks up uh, a couple of healing potions that l- they look like. I mean, you know, the only one of you that, that th- like, recognizes that it's a healing potion is probably Anne because of her cleric training and things like that. Renato just grabs it and downs it, like, real quick. I wait until he <laughs> gives it to me because I'm nice. Well, I mean, Renato is, like, visibly stabbed. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he, he got messed up quite a bit. All right, Ronaldo downs the potion. What what does this do to my HP? Uh, two D four plus two. Five. Woo! <laughs> hey, that's better than nothing. You quit your bitching. I, 
I know, but jeez. Seven! <laughs> Ronaldo's like, wait, this is a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 a Mr. It's a Mr. Pib, Austin, oh, even worse. God. In the words of Mitch Hedberg, dude doesn't even have his degree. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I am back up to 16 I'm at 21 Ronaldo feels a little bit better But he's like doesn't know what to do And he says oh this is for all the uh, herbs And uh, potions This is the lord's ring It's probably extremely valuable So all yours now Erlin, Erlin reaches out his hand And says no you're going to need that Oh <laughs> god Ronaldo says, fine, and he pockets it and says, how much do I owe you? Erlen says, don't you worry. I will take care of the cost. Hold on to that ring, because if you need to identify yourselves as my envoy to anyone in the city, that ring is going to be the only thing that gets you through the right doors. Okay. Uh, Do you approve of my soup kitchen plan, Erlen? I assume you were listening. He says, that sounds reasonable enough to me. I will stay here for some time. He looks at the uh, at the herbalist shopkeeper and says, as long as that's all right with you. The herbalist says, oh, I know who you are, sir. It's more than all right with me. Can you hide him so that he's not visible? The herbalist says, I will take care of it. I'm sure they can, f- <laughs> they can figure it out. So Erlen says... Go and investigate. I will be here when you get back. If you don't come back in four hours, I will be gone. Okay, we already have a ticking clock because Rotswell gets burned down tomorrow, but I'll write that in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys ready to head out? Yeah. Yeah. Anne runs over and hugs Dr. Cash Money. She says... Stay golden, cash money. I'll miss you. He says, 40 carat, baby. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we're going to use Alana's city secrets to move quickly to the, was it the house of Ilmater was the uh, thing? It was the icon of Ilmater on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Leon's the only one who knows his way there, or is like, hey, it's in this neighborhood, but he does manage to adequately explain to Alana um, uh, uh, the directions there. So she manages to get you to the neighborhood pretty quickly, and Leon, you have your uh, a grasp of your surroundings now. It's only taken you about 15 minutes to get there. I do want to say props the first time Alana has been useful. Yay! Wow. No, that's, that's probably... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you guys are jerks. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? It's not nice. You guys are pretty jerky. Anyway. <laughs> Jokes. Alright, so um, you, you get to an area of town um, and pretty quickly pick out the door that has the icon of Ilmater on the front. R- Ronaldo? I'm here. Do you want to be... Uh, point man talker guy on this i gave you a three butt touch okay all right um i first i knock because i don't know what's behind there i knock um you knock uh and a voice comes from the other side who is it oh gosh i hadn't planned planned for this part hi i'm ann um (laughs) i actually go up to the door and i say 
Uh, it's one of the girls from the twist. And friends. There's a, um, you hear a little bit of whispering on the other side of the door, and then, uh, well, you better get out of here then. We don't want your type around. Um. Renato, Renato comes right in after that. He just hold on. pushes his way in. Nope, nope, it's too late. He's, he's, he's done it. Anne grabs onto Ronaldo and tries to hold him back while yelling, because he, she's heard the story that, right, that you were here before? What? Because she's heard the story that you were here before, and you know you know about the symbol on the door and stuff. She says, I'm, you know, I'm a cleric, hi, I'm here to try to help. But you're, like, dragging her behind you. you oh, yeah, to- oh, yeah, Ronaldo's just pushing his way in now. You're, you're muscling your way through the door? A uh, strength contest. I'm going to call a strength contest. It's, not a, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea, but I feel like it's something that Ronaldo should do. Go ahead. Strength contest. If we're doing this. All right. Strength contest. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is great. Come at me, bro. Do it. Roll. Six, 16. Come at me, scrub lord. I'm ripped. You know what's great is you butt touched me. So I'm using your magic to make my strength more. <laughs> Fuck. Actually, that that butt touch shouldn't that have gone with the um? Or no, I guess not. Oh no, it does it does wear off after a minute. So yeah, it's worn oh, off. Crap, you're right. All right, so I'm it's on. I'm. <laughs> Ronaldo, Ronaldo is overpowered by the halfling. <laughs> Leon rolled a six. I rolled a sixteen. <laughs> All right, Ronaldo somehow gets pulled back, and he's like, "How did that happen?" Very, very easily gets pulled back, actually. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You must have strangled me by my cape. I'm going to say you grabbed me by the cape and it strangled me. Yeah, I would say that I'm at the bottom of the stairs. I grab your cape. You run to the top and just your own momentum yanks you back down. <laughs> I'm I'm good with that. Get wrecked, fancy britches. <sighs> Renato, <laughs> Renato looks at Anne with, like, murder eyes and says, what are you doing? This isn't our place. You can't just barge in. Hello, I'm Anne. I'm a cleric. I have friends with me. We're looking for Emma. We're friends of Emma's. If she's there, tell her that we're here and we're her friends. We're also looking for Silas and Ulick. They know us. The voice The voice says, did you say Anne? Yes. Hi, I'm Anne. I'm Ronaldo. Ah, oh, my butt hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um... There's a there's an unlocking sound um, from behind the door, and from the sounds of it, it was actually a pretty impressive lock considering uh, the the uh, state of the neighborhood in which this uh, um, <clears throat> dwelling is placed. So you you sort of get the impression that somebody may have humiliated themselves attempting to forcibly insert themselves into the door. I saved the campaign. Um. And uh, and the door opens, uh, and uh, an an old man with um, one eye, at least I I think he had one eye. Yeah, is this Falcon? Uh, Fallon. It's Falcon. A a a son a son eye. Fallon. <laughs> it's Fallon. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Okay, God fine. Damn it, it's fucking Austin. Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Everyone I love this. Just- Oh my god. I love this episode. I'm in romantic love with this episode. What does Fallon say? So Squirtle opens the door and then says, Squirtle, Squirtle, (laughs) come in. (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) I'm not part of this. I don't deserve this. (laughs) (laughs) He, He motions for you to come in the door. Ronaldo does, but only after being called Ronaldo. All right, we go in.
All right. Um, you get into the uh, the main room of of the little soup kitcheny hovel. It's I mean it's a dwelling too. It's a house, but the entire front room has kind of been designed up as a uh, a place for the misfortunate to uh, to come and and have a good meal. And laid out um, on some of the uh, um, benches and other furniture that's that's laid around, and, and indeed on a table, you see. A very damaged-looking Emma. A very damaged-looking Silas. Yay! I mean, not the damaged part, but yay. Uh, and um, propped up in a corner somewhere uh, is Ulick. Not looking tremendously damaged, but a little roughed up um, and kind of shocked. Renata rushes over to Silas. See, my idea was good and is smart. Silas is unconscious. Oh, okay. Oh, Fallon, Fallon, uh, Fallon says, I honestly didn't expect that you guys would find us, but it's good you're here. It was my idea. <laughs> Emma, not looking too good either, um, uh, kind of looks up at you, uh, the three of you, and smiles and says, it's good you're here. Damn right it is. Um, Ronaldo goes over to uh, Silas and like, and ask what's wrong with him. I don't know, Fallon says. Johnny hasn't written that part yet. <laughs> <laughs> are we, wait, are we, are we stopping here? We're stopping here. We got to, if he hasn't written what the fuck is wrong with him yet. <laughs> no, 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 I have written what's wrong with him. I just thought that would be funny to say. <laughs> Next time on Dice Funk. It's official. I'm afraid Silas has... I can barely bring myself to say it. Jungle fever. <laughs> Renata says, no, that's the sexiest one. Squirtle, 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 Squirtle. Damn it, you took mine, Austin! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually perfect, though. <laughs> Eat hydro pump, bitches! As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's Theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive producers for the month of April 2016 are Joseph Timbrello. Ingmar Gremmen, Finch De Jong, James Bevan, Luke Powers, The Cult of Gorfinax, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Neil, Exley, Gary Sion, Dash Sean the Rage Monster, Carl Kurtz, Eric Kimball, Harrison Andrew, Phoenix Mod, Jade, Tarka, Jorit, Anno Stulfar, Dylan, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. You can help support the show by subscribing to Renegade Cut on YouTube, by rating us on iTunes, by subscribing to us on Podbean, or commenting wherever you found this show. Or, if you want to support the show more directly, you can help out by visiting patreon.com slash for me, patreon.com slash renegadecut for Leon, or patreon.com slash ravenallegria13 for Jess. If you want to support Johnny... Clap your hands if you believe.